1: What is going on everybody, my name is Connor Lawler, welcome back to another very special Movie Mondays episode. It's a review, yeah. and I am joined, as always, by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going?
2: I am in great form, Connor. We were yeah. talking about... Um, I'm just really happy, because this exists. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're coming out of retirement, so we normally just do these monthly now. But last month, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and this oh. month... Spider Verse. I mean, you have to come if, out just for the for the for those two movies alone.
2: Absolutely. Like, is is Marvel good again, or was <laughs> this it is all Sony? Sean, this is <laughs> oh. Sony. This is Marvel. I'm. Look, I never thought I'd say this. Sony are playing a blinder with this particular Spider-Man property. Bring back
1: Morbius, I (laughs) say. They're on a roll. (laughs) Put it out again, please. (laughs) Um, So if this is your first episode, we do do a lot of reviews over here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. Welcome. You are very welcome to join us for this review. It's spoilers, is what I'm going to say straight
2: off the bat. Into the Um, spoiler-verse, more like it.
1: How long have you been waiting to say
2: that? (laughs) Since the first film came out, I think. So you're down in a little notepad in the cinema, like, hey. in my dream journal. <laughs> Who was beeping the car during the Spider Verse review? I, that is out? fucking disrespectful. That is, that is I, in front of the Lord Himself. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down and have words. <laughs> She's like, this is the Spider Verse review. <laughs> Do you not? And it turns out they're a listener, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, look. Um, I don't really know where to begin with this review. Normally we give general overviews. Uh, This movie came out on the 2nd of June. And... Yep. Has made a shit ton of money. I don't know what this percentage or numerical value of shit ton is. But it's made a shit ton of money.
2: Yeah. Shit ton uh, is equivocal to a fuck ton. um, (laughs) And also just a a hell of a lot of... So much money. Like... (laughs) It's outstanding, um, and it was. Can I just uh, say, go on. Just going into this movie, I saw this a few days late. I think it came out on the Friday. I saw it on the Monday, but I avoided all spoilers for this movie because, and also, I stopped watching trailers at a certain point for this mm. movie.
1: I and actually, I think we seen one trailer together. Yeah. I think we reviewed one for one movie Mondays like maybe last year at a certain point and I don't think either of us watched any other trailers. I think we watched a teaser and I did the exact same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy at Shot I'm not saying I think, but they are the two best cinema experiences I've had since the Batman um, Imagine just, if
2: we didn't overanalyze everything and just focus in and we just I, enjoy I films for like what they are. But
1: I don't know what's going to happen, especially like some of the jokes in it, like that yeah. they're in the trailer and I'm laughing and nobody else is laughing because they've seen them 50 times. And I'm like, this is like a great brand gag. new to me.
2: <laughs> and I didn't like and I, I also didn't know that it was a two parter in the way that it is.
1: So I did, because right. on the original release, it was part one um, in the original Sony universe, like, uh, announcing thing. Because-
2: yeah, but uh, I, no, I knew that that was the thing that had happened before, but I thought it was going to be like in Infinity War endgame kind okay. of two-parter. That it's a complete narrative, and then another new narrative after that.
1: So I, I think how the story goes is they started writing it as one narrative and then it became so big that they realized that they couldn't do it in one movie. And I think yeah. that's why, I, I mean, this is spoilers. We're waiting 10 months instead of four years for the next one because they did them both together.
2: Which I mean, I, like I'll happily wait. Like, I, I think this is actually a really good move.
1: I think a good side of a movie is that everyone was mad <laughs> in the cinema yeah. I was in.
2: <laughs> it's like, Well I can't end there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like they were
2: genuinely mad that it was finished and we had to wait. I was I met my friend after it and he was just like Yeah, once... um once prowler unmasked himself and it was also miles so i looked at my watch and i was like there's no way they're wrapping all of this up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so look i i really want to get into this movie if you could give us a like and review whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on it would really really help us out and um, as i said if it's your first time you don't have to give a review or anything just maybe listen for a little bit then you can do whatever you fucking want um, yeah. but sean i want to come in strong from the very start i know you love spider-man So I'm going to give you your moment in the sun now in a minute. But I really want to say, and I don't know if this is out there, this is the most beautiful film I've ever seen in my whole life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's perfect, isn't it? Like, it's
1: just... Like, visually, this is the greatest feat of cinema I have ever seen on a screen in my whole life.
2: It's, uh, I, I, I fully agree. And I, I love that you think this way as well. Because
1: I, I, I was genuinely trying, like, Into the Spider-Verse, amazing. I think this is slightly visually better and more beautiful than Into the Spider-Verse, which is also the previous most beautiful
2: movie I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the thing, like, yeah, and it, like, they just go so much further with everything mm. in yeah. this movie. Like, those, oh man, those animators deserve all the raises in the world because, my God, it's a work of art. Genuinely. Genu-
1: like. like, it genuinely is. And, uh, like, that's not saying it's the greatest movie ever. I'm saying it's the most beautiful movie ever. And I was trying to think of, like, a live action thing. But, I. There's probably lots of really great live action movies that are beautiful. And I think this has the cheat code of that it is animated. I know that. But, do you know how hard animation is? <laughs> like, oh, it's,
2: it's so, so fucking hard. hard. Like, in terms of art direction, like, it's it's so consistent with what spider verse is which is there are inconsistent animation styles in this
1: it it's so good that it's actually i feel i felt mad cuz i was like this is impossible <laughs> Yeah. I co- I couldn't wrap my own head around now I have a very I- small brain but I couldn't wrap my head around what was happening
2: this is the thing uh, my girlfriend works in an animation studio and we were sitting around with a bunch of animators and they were just like you could see the tunnel vision on them so, you know, how the fuck it's the equivalent, this?
1: right, of someone who enjoys basketball and plays it at like a low level. And then they just see LeBron James <laughs> just dunking <it laughs> on people. <laughs> just like, holy fuck. <laughs> okay, there's
2: levels. But there was also the thing of like, oh, okay. Uh, they were picking things out and being like, that's going to be the trend that every movie tries to do from now you on. you can't. You can't. You can't imitate it. Because it no. works so perfectly in that universe and that world that they've set up.
1: I have, I have a question for you. Yeah. The music. What did you think of the music in this one?
2: Uh, I really liked it. It's the, the sound mix in my cinema wasn't very good, I will say. It, a
1: lot of people are saying that in regards to the Gwen Stacy part at the beginning.
2: Yeah. That it's, it's mixed to be on certain speakers at a certain volume. I think Lord Miller put out a thing that's like, tell your cinema to set it to volume seven.
1: So like, I, what I will say
2: is I, I was I've been on holiday last week, but I seen yeah. it
1: in Spain. I watched right. the movie in Spain and it was perfect. And then I came back here um, and I went to see it two nights ago and uh, it was it was as uh, similar to yourself. So yeah. it was only because I had seen it the first time that I was like, oh, it i know exactly what's happening so the second time around when it did happen i was like i'm not actually that fussed but i understand if it's your first time watching the movie it can kind of be a little bit off-putting gwen is very quiet and the music is very loud and it does slightly get better later on is what i would say
2: it does it does because like the intro is it's like it's meant to be like a piece if that makes sense like it is yeah an the movie it's also a bit of a recap and everything like that so it is like a more stylistic thing but it yeah it, the dialogue does clear up later on um but i i i, I it means that I didn't fully appreciate all the music, but I like how the Spider Men all have different themes. Uh, oh, it's so good. Miguel's Miguel team o- goes fucking hard.
1: That Miguel O'Hara team is oh, oh my god! He pops out with a portal at the start,
2: and yeah. you just hear the fu- oh Jesus. Gwen's theme as well, unreal. Gwen's
1: team is fucking amazing. Like it's Miles's so good. team is fantastic, but yeah. everyone's team is just I like the Miguel one whatever it plays if you know what's so amazing and how you know all those teams are great is right now I could I could just play that team over this microphone and whoever is listening to this who has watched it will know exactly which character is on screen at that exact
2: moment yeah absolutely and all this every Spider-Man is so every Spider-Person I should say is so unique in this movie like and it doesn't feel forced at all it doesn't get tiring at any point for me this isn't do you know my my big issue with multiverse of madness was that the illuminati scene felt like there was a lot but the illuminati scene felt like i was being treated like a child being like here's the thing you like aren't you happy go fuck yourself Mm. whereas this one just feels like no everyone involved is having a great time with the amount of spider people in this
1: it, I mean, to be honest with you, it's one of the greatest feats of cinema ever. <laughs> ever done. Honestly. That they're able to do this. And, I mean, my question is, Sean, one or two? At the
2: two. Minute. At the You're minute, going two. two as well. Yeah. Which...
1: It ends on a fucking. It's not even a full movie, and the first one's one of the greatest films ever put on screen. (laughs) The best, yeah.
2: But the best Star Wars is Empire Strikes Back,
1: which is exactly the same, Connor. (laughs) Exactly. No, I. I mean, I came out with this, and I was like, no, I'm I'm all in on two. But if you enjoy one more, I'm like, yeah. To be fair, like I get that,
2: and if you prefer that as just a complete movie on its own. Totally fine. Do
1: you like a million dollars or a million dollars and 50 cents? <laughs> I prefer the 50 cents one. <laughs> uh,
2: but both are good. I will take either any day of the week. Um the who? Okay. Who uh, I think I know the answer. Who is your favorite spider person introduced in this?
1: Oh. Um I think Gwen. I think Gwen's amazing. Wow,
2: cool. Yeah. Okay, but- I like it.
1: Like, I think Gwyneth... Like, Miguel, I understand the cool factor. Also, Oscar Isaac kills it in the role. Oh,
2: great um, voice actor,
1: it turns Well, everyone. Knew? Just assume, right, that if we don't mention something in this, mo- in this review, it's amazing <laughs> in, the,
2: in the movie. <laughs> it's spectacular.
1: There's not one scene that's bad, right? Normally, in these reviews, we have a thing where we're like, you know what I would have changed? Or, you know, there was this scene that wasn't... No, there's none of that.
2: I have no. nothing. There's- I want... I want no input on what happens to this series, because it's perfect. We are fucking idiots. I would only ruin it. (laughs) Lord
1: and Miller, just do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave us alone. Um, Who's your fit? I'm assuming Ben Reilly.
2: (laughs) Well, Ben Reilly is my favorite Spider-Man in comics, right? But if you don't think I'm about to make Hobie Brown my entire fucking personality... (laughs) Yeah, I think Holy everyone fell in love shit. with Hobie. Everyone Dude, he's, he's so cool, and he's nice, and he's proper. His introduction says, I hate the AM and I hate the PM.
1: <laughs> and then uh, the, the bit with the black hole when he's just like, that's a side of capitalism. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I lo- what I love about Hobie Brown is the fact that he starts as a one-note joke. So he's there as like a love triangle. He's just meant to be this cool character, and then as it goes on, he actually becomes like such a fucking like ally, such a teammate to Miles, and uh, yeah. he can becomes completely three dimensional. That he's like, no, you you
2: should fuck this place up. Like, I'm I'm quitting. This is outrageous. Sh- like, that, oh, there's a bit that my favorite, like, because he's jokey and he like doesn't take things seriously. He's like, I'm not even here. He's pulling technology off the wall and shit like that. But then, when he's like, no, when they're all like fucking dogging on Miles, and he's like, no, 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 the kid's right. Like, and then Gwen says, "Hobie, you're not helping," and he goes, "Good." Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, he gets it. He knows this is bullshit.
1: Like, it's amazing that within th- he's probably on screen for what twenty five minutes, twenty if minutes of the like- runtime, maybe. Tw- and I don't know how many lines he has, but that'll clue you. Um, this might, sorry, but Oscar nominated. Uh, Dia- he's quite good
2: at acting
1: yeah he's quite good at acting Um, and so um, so like any scene he's in he steals it he's fucking fantastic I only picked Gwen because I think she's outstanding and this This movie makes
2: that character
1: everything it should be and they make her
2: so complex in this movie. Like, which it's is her it's
1: her movie, but it's also Miles' movie, but it's also her movie. That's why the movie ends with her getting the team together. Because she... The movie has an ending in that she resolves her problems with her father and that they have that reconciliation. And so that's why, like, she's the driving force of the plot. But yeah. It's, but Miles is our main character from movie one, so we, like, bring that into movie two.
2: Yes, I also, and this isn't to detract from that very eloquently put thing that you just said, but I like how they made Ben Reilly the edgiest piece of shit in the world.
1: You know, you were the first person I thought when, when he was just so sad against the wall. And he's he me, like, for real, guys. And he was crying. And I just thought, that's poor Ben. And I know Sean loves Ben Riley, but he's, he should be the saddest man in the... Like, that man's yeah. story, it makes no fucking sense. He's the most depressed character in comic books. His He's fucking weird clone ass. He's a, yeah, he's a
2: clone, but he thinks he's real for a time and then he starts his own life. He's now. I think he's now a villain in Spider-Man comics as well. Also, his he's name an is idiot. Chasm.
1: Did, did you like when he tar- when he came through the p- portal portal at the end? And he just started talking out loud of everything that he was doing. He was like, "I'm looking yeah. to my left.
2: I'm looking to my right." Perfect pose. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like he's just pure '90s comic edginess, and that's why I love him. He reminded me of a Lego movie Batman. Yes. In that,
1: like, you take a very serious character, and then you just be like, "I'm so edgy." I just, I'm so aggressive and dark. There's something really funny about that. And like, I love Batman, but there's something really funny just about a character just you love being like, cause he's edgelord. He's meant to be edgelord.
2: He's, yeah, he's cool and edgy. Cause it used, that used to be the coolest thing you could be. Yeah. Oh
1: man. Uh, I, I was laughing. At, but and, like, I'm going to, we're just going to do a review of Do You Remember That Seed? Or I Love That That's the how bit. it's got to be. I mean, yeah. Um, cause I'm assuming people who listen to this, like the movie? If you didn't like the movie, I would be very interested to know why you didn't. and um, maybe you felt cheated by the ending. I can understand that. Um yeah, but, but- and it, and, like the last five minutes is just a bit of a setup, but I also think sometimes a movie can be made better because like this movie will go from a ten out of ten to eleven out of ten if number three is fucking perfect, and then you've got the best trilogy of all time, back to back to back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I think the third one is going to be the end of Miles' Spider-Verse story, is what they've yeah. said. Oh, yeah. I, I'm saying this right now, beyond the Spider-Verse, he's coming into live action. He has to. That's the only way. Did you see it? Did, like, there was a frame. Do you know when he's going up the stairs at the end? Uh, he's following yes. Aaron up. And he starts glitching out. I would swear down... There is a frame where his shoe is a real Jordan. I didn't see that. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I only seen it the once, but. I, it,
1: I that's conspiracy theory I haven't heard, but I mean maybe maybe it, I,
2: it, I, I it, could see that. I, I but I do think ultimately that's where it's going. That's where it's ending up. Yeah. Imagine fusing animation and live action. Oh wait, they did it in this movie. <laughs> Guess you who's were? fucking prowler? <laughs>
1: And it makes sense, because that's Tom Holland's prowler. Because yeah. he's in the movie as Aaron Davis in um It's Homecoming. He's yeah. in Homecoming as Aaron Davis, and that character naturally progresses to be the prowler, and then he gets caught by Hobie, who puts him in the jail.
2: Yeah. The Hobie Brown as well is the prowler in comics. Uh Spider Punk is a, a variant and alternate version. That became ah. Spider-Man instead.
1: Okay, cool. I didn't uh, know that.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, it's one of the versions of the Prowler. But the, 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 I, I audibly gasped in the cinema when I saw Donald mm. Glover. I was, and and I you know like,
1: what? If there was anybody who should be live action in this movie, it should have been him. He's he's the reason the character exists. 100%. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he'd be the only human on Earth. I'd be like, yeah, that's fair enough. The, like, Tom Holland will probably be in the next one. That's fine, but yeah. the very first appearance should have been Donald Glover if we're doing
2: it. Speaking of speaking of live action Spider-Man actors as well, uh, got little cameos, reused footage from the Garf True. and Toby, which pretty fun, pretty nice.
1: I I mean, I just it's just like it's connecting everything together. And you don't even have to know about those movies. You don't have to have seen those movies. They're just spider Man in the universe of spider Man who are everywhere.
2: Yeah, you just have to be on board with the fact that there's a bunch of them and they all look different, you know? Uh, Um, I.
1: I mean, there's so many very, very funny jokes. Um, we'll get to the villain now in a second. The the one that I really like was, uh, "Why does the horse have to wear a mask?" That's very funny. Yeah. Um I just so I I I just thought of that when you were talking about the Ben Riley scene, I just that's that's just a gag. The comedy in this, I think, is outstanding. Um, it's yeah, I really, think they nail really it for the most part.
2: I think it's, I think it's funnier than one. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember, I think. I think it is because I feel like there were uh, there were characters who were simply there just for comedy in one like mm. your spider pigs or your Spider-Man Noir to an extent um, also do you know Spider-Man Noir's canon event uh, no. his uncle Ben was eaten by the vulture by an actual man who was a vulture it, that, <laughs>
1: that all would also, that would naturally happen to Nicolas Cage <laughs>
2: Absolutely. I can see that happening. (laughs) Also, the weird fucking Da Vinci Renaissance vulture that pops up at the start. Okay, right.
1: So, like, the Gwen Stacy thing after the speech at the start with the drums, right? That whole opening sequence is one of the greatest sequences I've ever seen on screen. And it's it's just literally the first 15 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck is going to happen in the next two hours if that's literally the first scene in the movie?
2: Yeah. And, like, uh, like, and it's baffling because, as well... It's not just that oh animation is likely an easier way to transition comics into films because the shit that they're doing in animation could not be done in a comic.
1: Like there's there's literally at least I know maybe not literally but I would probably say there's about five or six times in that whole opening sequence where they do the greatest move Spider-Man's ever done on screen or Spider-Woman has ever done. And it's just glossed over because two seconds later, so else, so much cooler will happen that you don't even have time to process it. Like the, the movement, for example, very, very small thing that I absolutely adore. Gwen suits up to go to the museum. Yeah. She swings out. And there's a beautiful transition from daytime to nighttime while she swings. Yes, and it's completely just like nautic. It's it's two seconds on the screen. I was like, that is so beautiful. Oh my god, how the fuck? That's that's an amazing transition. And it's just like, nah, it's grand. we got another like fifty of them lined up. Like we we are just never ending with just the greatest things.
2: It's just uh, like I don't understand how it's so good and how and <laughs> d- do you know? Do you remember in uh, No Way Home when Aunt May starts speaking and you realise, oh, sh- this is bad that she's giving this speech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't click for a minute that Miles' dad being promoted to police captain is a terrible thing to happen and in a Spider-Man mentioned story. mentioned so many times.
1: Like, yeah. Even in that meeting at the start with the parents... Uh, she calls him captain. He's like, Not for another few not for another two days. Not, not till I'm
2: sworn in and stuff like not that. Not till
1: I'm sworn in. Like he says to do his friend who's like, Oh, good good night, Captain. He's like, I'm not sworn in yet, don't worry. And it's throughout the movie peppered in, and then it's not till the end you're like, Oh, that's bad. That's yeah. that's really bad.
2: A police captain dies in a Spider Man story, it's just how it works.
1: Yeah, I, and I mean the whole like Canada event Also, by the way, I rewatched No Way Home.
2: Um yeah.
1: I think that movie's great.
2: It's amazing. still good. It's, it's still, still, still good. Really good. good. It was I, getting a load of hate sh- online for a while there. Yeah.
1: The people were shitting on it and I went back and watched it and I was like, any movie that has Spider-Man on Green Goblin's shoulders punching the face off him while fucking the foe is just laughing in his face, I'm in. I d- it's all it right in no, my book. It can do no wrong. And also Andrew Garfield nearly crying every scene. It's just like <laughs>
2: this.
1: Um, but this isn't a review for that movie. Um, but yeah, i want to talk about okay where do you want to go first parents or spot
2: parents first we'll save spot
1: parents first okay i mean
2: do you want to say anything negative or no just a very believable and accurate family dynamic which is lovely to see just it's Like, like truly
1: so heartwarming and also that's fleshed out a lot more in this movie i think
2: yeah, and you're also not the parents aren't painted as unreasonable at any point, like they're like, and maybe it's because I'm not fucking 15 anymore, but like they're making good points. They're like their son isn't talking to them, and they know that, but we know why he can't talk to them. Mm. So, it's and I also this, think
1: like yeah, they're, they're why we like them is because they're just kind people. Like they're just and they're really funny. A lot of the jokes. With them really land. Like, I, I mean, we talked about the parent-teacher meeting take at the at the very start. You also have the party scene, um, which they're yeah. rightfully mad. And then he gives them the cakes and it says, I'm not proud, which
2: is so good. But there's some of the whole analysis on that. It's that that's Miles trying to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's like, and,
1: and they're not they're not also like his mother like Rio Rio Morales is so amazing in that scene and it like nearly brings you to tears and I'm assuming it probably did bring a few people to tears where she's like you need to just I trust you just go do your thing
2: yeah like,
1: but wh- wherever you're going don't ever let them tell you that you don't belong and then that's what gives him the drive later on when all the spider me- people are like you're wrong he's like no. I belong here, like yeah. my mom told me an hour ago. I belong here. <laughs>
0: oh no, I'm gone. D- I Like
2: I like, and the, the way he get like when he tells his mom at the end. Oh,
1: did you know it was a different universe?
2: I I knew he wasn't going to go back home because they said it 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 analyzes the spider DNA. See?
1: You're smarter than me. I didn't realise until she said your hair is different. And the minute that happened, I was like... Oh, he's somewhere else. He's, yeah. he's so, and but then when I rewatched it the second time, 42 comes up on the screen. He's in earth one six one or whatever it is. 1610, um, yeah. Sixteen ten. Like and it's not until you I watched it the second time and I was like, everything's there. Like it's so beautifully cut together with Gwen outside the window. The window's tinted. She actually lures Ben Riley away. You're like, oh that's how he got in. It's it's ended together so perfectly that yeah. It's not until he talks to his mother and she shows the fate the sense of you changed her hair. And you're kind of like, the, your, your alarm bells go off and you go, that's a weird comment. What What does she mean? Because his hair's the same the whole and also, time. The colours are different but the same. It's very cleverly done. They're, it's not until you watch it the second time, they're slightly different. But the first time around... Uh, Miguel is on the side that says welcome, and he's yeah. in the right word. And then you have Miles, who's in the wrong art But the colors are so similar that you never really questioned it. Also, very clever thing they do is that Miguel has the welcome sign red behind him, and that lights up the the universe in red. Where whereas it has like a green sky, and then yeah. where Miguel is, it's slightly redder. But it's actually oh, the welcome okay. sign that gives Miguel the red look, not the sky itself.
2: See, that kind of like attention to detail is just what's so special about the film. Yeah. I, oh, man. And like the dad, like his dad as well, just being like, he just wants his son. Like he's j- he, like, he just wants his son to talk to him. Like that bit where Miles is Spider Man and he's talking <laughs> from my to his dad, yeah.
1: <laughs> Not from, from the Captain, and he puts on the worst voice of all time. And it's, it's,
2: it, I don't know. It's just it's a very real. It's a character written in a very realistic way.
1: Yeah, like uh, that's why this works is that it's a crazy fucking universe. Mm. It makes no sense, and yet it makes so much sense. All the characters react like you would in that scenario.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and so and there are like there are so there are so many characters in this that are quite important to the plot that if any of them is anything but three dimensional, even Miguel O'Hara, who's basically just an evil Spider-Man at this it, point,
1: see, he's not evil though. No, That's he's the thing.
2: no well, like I think he's 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 lost oh, yeah. he, more. He will be evil. Yeah. That's Yeah, he's but, falling but he's, into evil.
1: But at this current moment, you understand what he's saying. Like, but I also think, and this is my mad theory, is that that's not, it's not true. But he believes it to be true, which is different. Yeah. So he believes that he went back in time, broke the cannon, and that's what got his family re-killed. But then Gwen breaks the cannon herself by getting her father to step down as captain later on. And Miles is going to break the cannon probably in the next movie. So you have two different ty- Her universe doesn't break when she breaks the cannon. Not yeah. it happens. And so, is it a case that he went back and he did something wrong that broke that cannon? Or is it... Because I don't think it's a case that if you break one canon event, the whole universe everywhere will always explode.
2: No, I, I don't think so. No, like, it's odd that it happened in... Um, spider Mumbai's world where, you know, Miles saves the captain and then things start falling apart. Like, I I don't, I think Miguel is just assuming and he's convinced everyone else. It's wild that that many spider people go along with it, mm. but...
1: Because, but I, I suppose it's a case of... He also says something um, that's really interesting. He says, uh, we sometimes can stop it. They my guess, yeah. uh, Miles asked can we stop this in uh, in Spider-Man India's world and they said they sometimes can. So it's not 100%. You can break yeah. a an event and then what happens?
2: Yeah, it is savable like it is like you you can repair it. Um al- also if you had told me that in the good year 2023 a film that makes billions of dollars is just going to fucking throw the web of life and destiny at a general audience which and people will love it
1: you have constantly tried to explain the web of life and destiny and I have fallen asleep (laughs) multiple times every time you just needed
2: Oscar Isaac to explain it because it's
1: so convoluted when you say it out loud but on screen when he's like every Spider-Man has a canon event all this shit has to happen we're all connected by all these deaths
2: and it's like yeah that that's it that's what it is I don't, yeah. I, it's like when the Eternals came out. I no longer have to explain these things. <laughs>
1: yeah, but but it's not your fault. Like in comic books, they never figured out a way to explain it that didn't take at least three issues before
2: this. But that's like, and I'm so impressed by like the the writing and direction of this that they are able to narrow down that concept to two sentences.
1: Because they, I, I think very cleverly what they did was they related the canon events to this, only the Spider-Men. And their conne- and the spider people, sorry, and their connection to each other. So it wasn't yeah. like it will break all realities. It will just we are all connected by all of these deaths. And when I say we, anyone who puts on Spider Man or a Spider suit is connected by this. So we yeah. all have to go. It's very we all have to go through trauma to become this hero.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I guess like the 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 values that make someone a. Sp- a spider sonar or whatever it's called all stem from basically identical events like the players can change but the Mm -hmm. actual event itself always happens or so they think
1: or sorry but then you have one one kid who's an anomaly and that is Miles. And why he's a an anomaly is because there's a certain guy called The Spot who is the villain in this movie. And he is responsible for bringing the Earth-42 spider across that bites Miles in this universe. The Earth-1610. Yes. And so what's really clever about that is when it cuts back to the spider, he takes it just before he bites Miles in the other universe. So Miles actually isn't an anomaly. Like, Miles would become Spider-Man in one of these universes, no matter what.
2: Yeah, just it wasn't destined to be that particular one. But like, he,
1: that means he's the only one, because there's no other Miles.
2: Yeah, there's no other Miles kicking around, like, in... In the Spider Temple,
1: no, like okay, the Spot shot. Well, what well, you've covered We've, the Spot years ago on a Hero Zero, ages and it ago. was one of my favorite characters that I do nothing about,
2: and that we covered. Yeah, and like character started out literally villain of the week, like just a dumb idea for a character. He's he got starts spots. off
1: in this movie like that as well.
2: Yeah, he does, and he's a goofball, and he's like, oh, he can't quite rob a place and stuff like that. But then they go down scary spot route yes. and my favorite spot comic is where his son is killed by the magia and he goes into one of their hideouts doesn't say a word the entire comic and just using the spots starts systematically taking them out cutting them apart and like like beheading them with the spots and stuff like that takes out an entire crime syndicate by himself like holy shit That level of spot is what we're getting here. He's fucking terrifying. Jason Schwartzman as well kills it.
1: Oh, he's amazing because he goes from that. Well, I'm not going to say villain of the week, but that is such a cool concept that Miles is like, he's the villain of the week. Who the fuck is he? Like, but it's he's just untrained. And then he's like, I'm not the villain of the week. That's a great driving force for the character itself. Really great writing. To be like, yeah. how do we make the spot go from joke to, like, he's going to be the one that connects all of these universes together. He's a perfect character to do that. The perfect villain to do that.
2: Honestly, yeah. Like, he's, he, he's fully... And the fact that, like... Every place has an alchemix lab where they're doing this dark matter research and into other dimensions. So of course he's going to target all of but those.
1: Actually, not every place. That's even more clever. Is when they're talking about him jumping universes.
2: He's looking for what? Sorry, sorry. Has- yeah, every place that has an alchemix lab, Exa- so, which sorry. is
1: uh, which is great. So it's not made in every universe. He's just hopping them until he finds one that does have it. And that's how he ends up in Spider Man India, which is a fucking amazing scene. That's Mum what. I mean that is that I love that Spider Man. By the way, um, oh, he's so like, good. Uh, Karen's Sony, um, and he is so funny. Like his introduction is amazing. His hair is amazing. He wakes up. He doesn't want to work out because he's already. He doesn't want to get too bulky because he's already muscly enough. Um yeah. And he just, and he's like, hey, my life is fucking great. He's the only happy Spider Man because nothing bad has happened to him.
2: <laughs> no, he's never he's never had real trauma. Like he's just. <laughs> He's just, he's just happy-go-lucky. He's a happy Spider-Man. Who could who could imagine it?
1: <laughs> like it's so, and it's. I think it works perfectly at that point of the movie because, like, we have Miles and Gwen. They're like they're shitting themselves. They move in, and he just immediately brings this like piece of joy into the movie. That he's such an engaging but like fun character. And he's like, like he's fucking great. Like I don't understand what your problem is. And he's like, I can read you guys. There's a bit of love. Going yeah,
2: on. but also he's not like. He's not arrogant or no, he's like just he's really still nice. Yeah, he's still likable. Like he's still a friendly dude. Like a friendly neighbourhood Spider Man. Um just sorry. Uh, just uh, think, talking about that scene in the alchemist lab it's Hobie Brown's introduction, right? Can we just can I just talk about the fucking miracle that is that character alone took three years to get mm. right because different parts of him are animated at different speeds. That's he actually a re- do explain
1: that I've read about that, but could you explain it uh, so, to
2: people who may not know? Yeah, so um in animation and for film generally it's 24 frames a second. Uh, most animations are done as what's called it's done on twos, so it'll be the same image for two frames. Some of Hobie Brown is animated on twos, some is done on his one's bodies. his body, some is done on threes. So he's just really inconsistent. Like, it all happens over the space of the same 10 seconds of film. But one frame will be drawn 12 times and the other will be drawn 36 times. And
1: Yeah, it's- so his guitar is, I think, one or three. I can't remember which one it is. His body is two. And then yeah. I think his his head is a different one. I think it, So they're split between the three of them. So they're always moving at different pace. And that's why he always looks weird. But it's yeah. meant to look like that
2: yeah and i think like he has like the background cutout stuff around him a lot of the time a lot of yeah. that's done on force, i think like <sighs> Fuck it's, hell. someone must have sold their soul to make that character happen <laughs> and i fully support it give me more of that please because <laughs> genuinely... i'm a little punk at heart Connor, I, and that's all i want to be never,
1: i've never watched a movie and i was just like i i have no notes i it's just It's perfect. You've (laughs) nailed it.
2: Like, you've just nailed it.
1: I could not think of one thing that I would have done differently. Like, it's just perfect.
2: Just make the next one.
1: So Make the three happen. directors, Joachim DeSantos, you have Ken Powers, you have Justin K. Thompson. Um, so three directors. You needed three directors because there was such a fucking mammoth task doing this. Yep. that They had to split it between three people. There is 18 are
2: movies worth of content in this film.
1: <laughs> it's also written by Dave Callaghan and, of course, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who are mm-hmm. famous for, I mean, they, whatever Limit you think is like... Co- It's, I mean all Spider-Verse movies you have uh, the Lego movie you've got uh, the, I think they did the Batman Lego Mm. movie they have 21 Jump Street as well Um, it's crazy that they were on solo and then they got rid of them because they weren't funny enough
2: (laughs) imagine a solo movie done by them my god
1: imagine a Star Wars movie also I think they were originally on the Flash movie um, which apparently is good I don't know is it Uh, though? I still don't want to see it <laughs> but apparently it's good. Yeah, I like how they're sending Supergirl out to do all the media. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, has to. and uh, so yeah, like Lord and Miller, whatever you think is cutting edge in cinema, they seem to are in comedy and cinema. They seem to always be like one step ahead. They're always yeah. just right there.
2: They are like fashion forward, like trendsetters in terms of. Especially animation at the minute. They seem to be, like... There's a big animation festival happening soon. I think they are showing stuff from the next Spider-Verse.
1: You also Uh, have edited by Michael Andrews... And music by Daniel Pemberton. Uh, I think the music is outstanding in this. Yeah. I think the editing is outstanding in this. I think everybody who worked in this movie... Should be given a a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone.
2: Yeah, like, deservedly. Deservedly so. And moving back to the spot for a second as well. Sorry, I'm jumping around. but No,
1: no, it's fine. We're a we're we're universe hopping here.
2: He is, we are. He is solidly in like the first half an hour to an hour of the movie. But after that, he just becomes like this threat that's over everything. Whereas mm-hmm. it's like, no, we have to stop him. And like, so, that's a bold a, move, I would say, to just the, take so him there's out. an
1: interesting, that's actually a complaint that I've heard, is that he goes missing. So you have this existential threat, and then he goes missing halfway through the movie yeah. because you have to have the whole scene with all the spider people. Now, I would say on the opposite side of that, all the, all the stuff happens with Spider Man India, and then they go mm-hmm. back to the the spider people uh, base. Twenty ninety nine, yeah, uh, yeah, Nueva York, um, and so they go back there. But I would say that probably all takes maybe an hour, all told, like. Yeah. It, in terms of real life time, I actually don't, it's not like days pass. I mean, they go back to the base, Miguel reveals the plan to, to Miles, Miles runs away, he gets out of there, he goes back to an alternate universe, that could all happen in like an hour and a half.
2: Yeah, like the, yeah, it's not like they're staying overnight in the place or anything like that. There's no scene of them all having dinner together.
1: No, they walk like, into the base. They walk up to Miguel. He explains the plot. Miles runs away, which is just a chase scene that probably takes maybe ten minutes. Real life. I'm trying to do real life time on an animated movie, but I'm just trying to explain that yeah. like it's not that uncommon that the villain goes missing for ninety minutes in real life, and then he might be somewhere else in a different no, universe
2: because they cut back to Miles' parents. And it's still the same evening of the party where it's like, oh, I told him to go after Gwen. Like, yeah. Not that much time has actually passed throughout this whole adventure.
1: No, like, it may, I, in probably Miles' actual universe, maybe two hours pass. Yeah. And they're all, but they're in completely different universes constantly. So you don't even know how fast time is passing. And I have absolutely no problem with that. I think create the spot as a villain. He starts as a joke. He grows to a point where, oh, fuck. This guy's a lot more powerful than we thought. Then you have to introduce Miguel, that whole plot point, then nah I'ma do it my own way, or I'm I'ma do my own thing. Yeah. Like that line is gonna just go up miles for the rest of time. Um such a very famous line. Whoever wrote that great job. <laughs> uh, either Lord or Miller or Callaghan.
2: <laughs> Good job, guys. One of the three. But yeah, no, it sums up that character, because he he is He's independent. The main thing about like he is Peter, he's not Peter Parker. He is not Peter Parker. He's He's the only Miles. He's the only Miles. And like, even in comics, I think we might have talked about this uh, on another show, but they never refer to him. His name isn't anything but Spider Man when he's a hero. Mm. Like, but he is completely different from Peter Parker in the comics, which is what you need. He's doing his own thing he's not going to do it the exact same way that every other Spider-Man does it.
1: My question is, I think Gwen is the only Gwen as well. Yeah. And that's what I really like that as a story point, that they're the only two unique characters. There's thousands of Peter Parkers. Um, Jessica Drew is there as well. Um, yeah. But they're the only Gwen and they're the only Miles, as far as I can see on screen, um, that became those people with those powers. And I love the fact that they're the two people that break canon, And all the other Peter Parkers are just there beside each other. Someone had a very funny joke that why Miguel is mad is because imagine being surrounded by a thousand Peter Parkers every single day of your life. You would go fucking insane. I would also go mad.
2: You would. You really would. There's a bit where he's just like, oh, he's looking at Hobie and he's like, I can't even fucking deal with you right now.
1: They're all constantly just making the funniest, worst jokes you've ever heard in your life. And And then you have
2: Peter B. Parker, who's like, Knows the trauma of Miguel watching his daughter evaporate in front of his eyes. And Peter B mm. is just like, look at these photos of my daughter, who's here <laughs> all the time and I love very much.
1: I, I mean, look, Jake Johnson is so perfect in that role. It, yeah. I, I've ne- like, that casting is what the grace I mean Chris Pine you had the like as the perfect Spider-Man but that casting as Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker is just out of this world I, ju- I don't even so know good. what to do with it every scene he's in it, in this movie he gets a lot less to do but I understand that because the whole first movie is based on his relationship with Miles the two of yes. them are the main characters um, and this is Miles trying to grow out from his father figure whether that be his actual father or his uh,
2: Peter B. Parker but even, like, uh, Peter B is, like, he he had a kid because he wanted it to be, like, Miles. Like, yeah, that's such a lovely scene in the
1: middle of all the chase.
2: It's so sweet. And then, like, the betrayal Miles feels when the tracker goes off. Oh, it's fucking heartbreaking. And yeah, but stuff. you
1: understand what he's like. I didn't want to do it. I don't care about the tracker. Like, I didn't turn the tracker
2: on. Yeah, this no, isn't I, me. I didn't do this, this, this.
1: He's genuinely, there's, like, a full minute where he's like, just hold the baby. And Miles is like, what? You're trying to chase me to kill. Like, you want me to kill or to let my dad die? Like, yeah. And he's just, no, just hold the baby. You're the reason she exists. I really need you to hold the baby. Like, you are the sole reason that I am back here and happy yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I
2: like that. Like, he's not the same as he was in the first movie. He has actually grown and experienced change. He's back living and with but MJ. But family he's also
1: together. like, Miles is the reason for this. Yeah, and I love Miles. I love Miles like a son.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's oh man. I just a lot of people I've seen have criticised specifically Gwen and Peter B for basically quote unquote betraying Miles. Mm. But I like, I see where they're coming from, but I also feel those characters are in an impossible situation and they don't understand what's going on any better than anyone else i have um and in the end they do come back from
1: my explanation for gwen is very simple she has literally nobody right yeah and she's now like she can't even go back to her own universe this whole thing with the spider people accepting her like she's absolutely gonna jump at that like she just needs to feel that other people are like her and she feels really lonely and especially now that her dad betrayed her like that is such a fucking great scene oh when my she god. reveals herself and then he still keeps saying the thing he starts
2: reading the rights and, like.
1: oh my god it's, and he doesn't have to say there's nothing else that needs to be said the minute the rights start being said again you're just like you fucking bastard Like, how but, could you do this? And you can see the hurt in his face and she's devastated but you can understand why she immediately is like I might not agree with this whole big thing but these people understand me at least I can kind of be at home here. Um, Peter B. Parker, I could also see the fact that he went through a lot of shit and maybe it makes him feel good that he's like, um, people need to go through that to become the better person that they are. So there could Mm. be a part of him that's like, I'm really happy now, but it's because I went through all that bad stuff. Maybe these canon things, maybe they make sense. Maybe it's just something that needs to happen.
2: Yeah, 100%. And like, he's now in a better place than he ever dreamed of. He's objectively the happiest Peter Parker at this point.
1: Oh, absolutely. And the scene with him and May, or MJ, like, in the, with the crib is oh, so
2: great. It's like, it, that's, that's some of the best Spider-Man stuff is where it, like, he's happy. He's made it, but he's still learning. And he's still like, but now he's learning from different people. And the comics will not let Peter Parker have that anymore.
1: I would say of the top 50 things we've ever seen of Spider Man on screen, at least 20 of them are in this movie. (laughs) Maybe 15.
2: I mean, the other 35 are in the first movie. I would say the
1: other 15 are in the other movie, Into the Spider-Verse, and then yeah. you divide the other, whatever, 20 between the other movies. Yeah,
2: there's that. There's yeah, there's the, the Spider-Man 2 train, the Raimi one. Pretty uh, good. There's Tom Holland saying, help me, like a small little boy oh, while he's being crushed yeah. by a building.
1: <laughs> Him crying over me. Fucking great.
2: The bit in uh, Amazing Spider-Man when Uncle Ben dies and Flash comes up and to say sorry yeah. to Peter. And Peter's just like, not today. I'm not able for it. Ah, <laughs> oh, like.
1: He's a, like he's a, throughout oh. this movie, I'm like, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. And then it would move on to the next scene. I was like, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I wanted to do a comic book, that's how I'd write these characters.
2: Yeah, there's a, yeah. Like, there, there's a, such good characterization in all of it. If you look at the poster for this movie, um the theory is that like because it's miles upside down there's a bunch of spider people behind them but they're split uh and i think over the left shoulder there are all the people who are going to be against miles and then there's all the people that are going to be with miles like it's literally like gwen peter b hobie spider noir all that on one side and then miguel ben Riley, um jessica drew uh jessica drew yeah. yeah, just yeah, uh, on the other shoulder. So that's cool. That's a cool little split between the spider people as well.
1: No, and like, that's got to come in. But then you also have the thing with the spot. He's going to have to. They're going to have to join together.
2: To defeat him, that has to him. be how it ends. Like they all learn. I like the idea that Miles teaches spider people how to be better spider people.
1: Because he's the only one that's willing to like take the risk. Because he's yeah. the only one of him. He, yeah,
2: and he was also, he was a fan of Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, he knows what being Spider-Man means to someone on a very personal I, I, level. I
1: absolutely adore the story point of the spider comes into his universe. That's the reason why his Spider-Man dies, saving yeah. him. And then in the other universe, he becomes the prowler because there's no Spider-Man in that universe. And his dad dies because there's nobody there to help him.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh, the the other thing about that is if you go back to the first one the, when we first see the spider it's glitching because it's yeah because it's in the wrong universe. universe like it's they they thought everything and through when his
1: spider senses go off in the first one they're divided they're
2: yeah. split up between the colours they're prowler colours uh, yeah exactly it, like,
1: so like and oh also when he comes back to the different universe he picks up the hoodie and the hoodie's a different colour
2: yeah yeah. So the
1: original hoodie is, I think, red at the top. Yeah. And uh, the black coat. And then when he puts it on in the bedroom, it's a purple hoodie. And because he's the prowler in this universe, of course he has a purple hoodie.
2: Yeah. And it's. I love when he's trying to play it off as well to Uncle Aaron. And he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's... Uh, I took the braids out. Oh, yeah, it's usually six. The guards change. And Aaron <laughs> just sees through it fucking immediately. Immediately. <laughs>
1: it's great, great twist where Aaron taking out the arm and everything and, like, testing it and being like, oh, he's the prowler and he fucks it over to the side. And you're like, of course, Miles is the prowler in this. It's, it's
2: not Aaron. But I also love, Miles, our Miles, is not afraid when
1: he's... No, and that's it. He knows that he... Like, he's Spider-Man. He... Yeah. He can fuck these people up if he
2: wants to. He's, he's about to get out of the chains with Did, with his electric shock. He tied Peter B. Parker to a punching bag in the first one. Yeah. And Peter B. said, Look, okay, don't watch the mouth, watch the hands. And that's exactly yeah. what Miles is doing. He's about to break out of the chains <sighs> and fucking wreck shop. How is it so oh, good, man. Connor? How is I it can- so good <laughs> consistently?
1: <laughs> like, Oh no, I don't think we've ever had a review where we're just like this is this is perfect.
2: This is outstanding boys.
1: <laughs> I maybe people have faults with this, but as someone who loves Spider-Man, the character, and loves these Spider-Verse movies I I could not find fault. I No. I genuinely couldn't. I mean you could say it's a bit long, but I mean it it doesn't use up any seeds uh, to like fill runtime. It, every scene makes sense. Every scene yeah. adds on to the next scene. Everything is hanging a lantern on something else.
2: It's all not a bit of this is wasted. There's nothing filler in this. The um, apparently as well for part two, they are there's spider people still in reserve that we haven't seen yet. Of course
1: there aren't. It's like we've seen Insomniac Spider Man.
2: Yeah, uh, that was great. That was really cool. That was pretty good. We seen PS1 Spider Man. We did. Which yeah, it was really good. Rad. We see amazing adventures of Spider-Man, Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, yeah, the 2D of Spider-Man. So what did you think of the next Spider-Man chase by the way? We actually have not talked about the Spider-Man chase.
2: Just really good, isn't it? Like it's just really 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 good. Yeah. The uh the, the there's a there's a bit there's a great variety that we see. They all move and run in different ways and it's fucking terrifying. Imagine Do you know 9, like every Spider-Man, Spider-Man in this has a different twip? Really? Has a different sounding twip, yeah. That's insanity. No,
1: that, genuinely, Lord and Miller were doing an interview, and they have a different twip for every Spider-Man. Every single one.
2: I mean, I, I, it makes sense, but, uh, like, it's so... You would think unnecessary, but it's clearly, like, no, it's there for a reason. No, the, there's
1: nothing unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, if you're striving for perfection, then nothing is unnecessary, Shot. True. The, uh,
2: the You see, there's the Spider-Man ice cream is in the background of one of the shots. Oh, he's an ice cream. <laughs> There's a... Yeah. You know the little Spider-Man ice cream you get on holidays? Yeah. <laughs> That's in it. <laughs>
1: the, I think the pacing of this movie is incredible um, as well. Just just to mention the pacing, like it's 140 minutes. I I could sit down and watch it again right now.
2: Yeah, happily. Happily watch it again. It's... it's I, oh, man. We're getting Have to the point where... Did it? stand out to you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh... I know I, like little things the scene that was in the trailer at the start where he's talking about his plans for the future is just mm. that's a really nice genuine scene um, I like how Spider-Man you know, actually we spent a lot
1: of this review way. there's so much action and it all looks amazing Like the whole Spider-Man chase is amazing every Spider-Man is different it's so unique every action scene in this movie is the, one of the greatest action scenes you'll ever see on cinema animation or live action um, it's yeah. just some of the greatest action you ever see but it's the character moments that make the movie great and it's the same with number one it's yeah it's the character moments that really stand out to you
2: the spider bite stuff as well where it's the she her and miles are like friends from the start they just get on well together and she lets him go she lets him go yeah. back to his universe uh yeah despite miguel being a prick
1: <laughs> miguel is just he thinks he's in the right He's like, if he goes back, he's going to destroy all the universes. But, like, it's such a great ultimatum. Like, you have to let your dad die. Like, your dad
2: just has to die. And that's fine. And they were fully just going to keep him there as well until his dad died. Until
1: Hobie says, use your palms, not just your fingertips.
2: Oh, which is a callback. Oh, because he's sick. (laughs) Oh, I love them all so fucking... this This is just, like... I love Spider-Man, I can't stress that enough mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. so fortunate that these are the movies I get And you like The Flash <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think The Flash is meant to be good though
2: oh, I don't want to watch it in any, any no, way all. No,
1: Sean, I think we're feasting Because I actually love Batman And I got the Batman last year That's
2: true, that is yeah. true
1: yeah, so now you've got two Spider-Verse ones and No Way Home. Big whoop Do doo I got the Batman. So that's pretty good. And then I also got um, Justice League. Zack Snyder's cut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't As you lucky?
1: <laughs> so this one, by the way, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes in both sectors. Uh, don't know who dropped it down those 3%, but they're clearly a bastard. Um, yeah, go fix that right now. Know. I don't know who you are, but you're a bastard. I Paddington I don't know what happened Two and enjoyers, like, probably. Who's watching this and go? You know what? That's a bit rotten, actually.
2: That's like I don't. I can't imagine. I've not read a review of someone who didn't like it. At least I can understand if you were did
1: the Spider Man, but even why would you like, go and see it? First of all, but secondly, I know people who aren't did the Spider Man that went to see this movie. For yeah. example, my fiance was there with me. She has no interest in comic books or Spider Man, and she said that's the best movie she's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just, it's, it's like, just a good, well-made film. Like
1: <laughs> it's just real good. <laughs> it's
2: just really good. Go see it if you haven't, and we haven't spoiled it enough already. I, I have, have seen a, million, it, see it again.
1: a million Weetabix out of ten.
2: Yeah, ten million Weetabix out the of ten one. million Weetabix out of. <laughs> oh. So proportionally, I give it more. I like it more than you. <gasps>
1: I don't I don't know where even I mean have we talked about everything I feel like I could talk about this movie scene by scene and be like that's amazing and that's amazing we'll be and all that Yeah we could we could just do the whole movie if you want we'll just do a live commentary of like Just a commentary track over it.
2: This, this is this is really good. No, because it would be us shutting up and watching the film. It would be the worst commentary <laughs> track of all talking, time. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, wait.
1: This is a good bit here. Watch this. Watch
2: this if I, look, if I'm to make one call for the next one, uh, I think Spider's Man is going to be in it, which is a Peter You've Parker You've talked made about Spider's
1: Man before, and he's just a man spiders. made of spiders.
2: Yep. He's going to show up. Now is the time. Imagine how good it would be <laughs> to animate you, like, punch and a lot of spiders fly out. It'd be good. It's horrific. It it's truly awful. is horrific it as is. a character. Oh, it's one of the worst things that they've ever done. I,
1: I think, no, I think you go all out and you know, like, these people are so talented that I just think we start fucking with them we just give them the worst characters ever made in Spider-Man
2: lore and just give it to them. Oh, man, some of them are already in there, though. Like... um, If you
1: did like Stiltman or something like that But like they would make Stiltman fucking
2: fantastic Big Wheel, give me Big Wheel
1: They would kill Big Wheel
2: (laughs) They would absolutely make him amazing It would look look like Speed Racer It would be class
1: (laughs) I just want every movie to be this good forever And I know that can't be possible But I mean what can you do But it should be We should strive to be better Sean i want to finish off the review by saying uh, Oscars are next year yeah. I know this is gonna win best animated movie. Okay. Has That's, to, sure. I mean it's I mean it's ninety nine point nine nine percent guaranteed to win it. The last one won the last one. Should this win best movie?
2: I think it should be nominated for best picture It won't, because they don't respect animation for some unknown reason. No. Ghibli, studio Ghibli won Best Picture for Spirited Away. Uh yeah. One year but again that's one anime. Yeah, but
1: spirited film. away you had to basically, basically create the greatest animated movie of all time are <laughs> you saying nominated?
2: connor that they didn't just do that again
1: i think this. they did i think like, i think it's 1a 1b
2: <laughs> yeah i think it probably has best original score it could be a couple of them as well yeah. um like there's just i like i don't know i love the-
1: the Batman didn't get nominated for Best Picture. So, I mean, what does it all mean? What, is, uh, is, what does it all mean? Uh, Oscars is a lot of Did Dune get nominated bullshit. for Best Picture?
2: Dune did get nominated, I think.
1: Okay, that's good. Good. I
2: think so. I can't is, remember.
1: I don't know. The Oscars don't mean anything. I'm just genuinely thinking of, like, people should respect animation.
2: It's Honestly, so good. Just respect animation, respect animators, respect everyone.
1: My life is better for having seen this movie and I've never finished a review like that, Sean, but I think we're going to finish this review with our lives are better. I'm going to speak for you. I'm yeah, saying. no,
2: genuinely. I. This I'm, was
1: I'm, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my whole life.
2: Yeah, I I'm, I can't. I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: I, I think it might be my top five movies ever.
2: <laughs> I think it was, so it's the Batman, this, yeah. uh, Real Steel, Incredibles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then my cousin Vinny.
1: Actually, <laughs> my cousin Vinny's a fucking banger.
2: If <laughs> you want to take us out, Sean. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of uh, review Spider Verse review. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and then more stuff coming out everywhere all the time. It's it's really really good. Um. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for higher podcast. If you want to check us out over there, we do movie reviews like this all of the time. And um, there's a whole bunch of them. There's maybe a hundred or something at this point. Who can say? Yeah. Um, but it is just a really fun time. Everyone's really nice over there and it helps us keep the show going. So big shout outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu, Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles Loves You and Is Hoping You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chucklin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Wallers Forever, Helm Roos, Daniel McLaughlin, Luke Darth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Buster, Ed Ball, Lorraine, and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposefully bamboozle Sean. Russ still nodding. Uh, sorry, Russ still nodding along sagely at Sean's pollen-fueled, rage-filled "You're a cunt" aimed at the child farmer perfect <laughs> Makes no sense if you haven't listened to Weird News. But I was riddled with hay fever, and a man was literally what harvesting difference? his child's blood. So I feel that yeah, yeah. was justified.
1: with no context that's
2: amazing it's so good thank you also to jackson Bruheim. liz had a few too many on saint paddy's day and tipsley subscribed to the patreon and kira lawler thank you very 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 much for the continued support and if you want to join us over there Please do. There's also a merch store here for hire.e forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroes for hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Diplomats Discussion Group. Instagram is heroes for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor.
1: I think so. So this movie was okay. My name is, is
2: Connor. Right? My name is Sean.
1: <laughs> and we shall see you all next week.
2: Bye. Bye.